Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To a brand new episode of the Let's Talk Football podcast. I'm your host, Billy Powell, and as there's still not a lot of news or controversy going around, we've got something a little bit different this week. This week, I'll be giving my predictions for all of the Premier League games going ahead this weekend, starting with Newcastle at home to Chelsea. Newcastle have had Ryan Fraser ruled out of the game alongside John Joe Shelby and Matt Ritchie too and Callum Wilson is also being a doubt. All that combined with Chelsea's fantastic form at the minute means I can only see one result coming out of this and it's Chelsea win. Saying that, it certainly wouldn't surprise me if we do see Newcastle sit back from the first whistle and try to hit Chelsea on the counter-attack, which they're more than capable of doing, especially with the likes of Alisson, Maximum and and Almiron. If Newcastle are to grab the first goal, they will sit back and they will hold Chelsea and they will look to hold Chelsea out. But if it's the other way round and Chelsea grab the first goal early on, I feel it's going to be a long afternoon on the tune for the Magpies. I'm going to go for a Chelsea 3-0 win. Next up we've got Villa against Brighton. This will be Villa's first three o'clock kickoff for over 270 days, in which 23 matches have passed since then. But anyway, Villa's home form recently has been very poor, conceding seven goals in our last two games. I'm hoping we've sorted out any problems we did have at the back in those two games, and we were ju- and we're just as defensively sound as we were against Arsenal. Brighton come into this game with a few injuries though. Solly March, Aaron Connolly and Alexis McAllister are all set to be out with Leandro Trossard being assessed ahead of the game. That doesn't make it any easier on Villa though. Brighton have only conceded 12 shots in the box so far this season. But hopefully that won't matter with Jack Grealish in outstanding form creating all sorts of trouble. I'm going to go for a 2-1 Villa win. And I really, really hope this doesn't come and bite me on the arse. Anyway, moving on to the weekend's biggest game between Man City and Spurs. 
This game will be very close and I think either team can take the win. Man City have just had Pep Guardiola sign a brand new contract lasting another two years at the club and they'll certainly be wanting to mark that with a win. Ferran Torres in on Tuesday helped Spain to a 6-0 thrashing of Germany by bagging a hat-trick. He'll be looking to get off the mark in the Premier League with a goal. Spurs though have Kane and Son. If they can keep up their form throughout this tough run of fixtures that Spurs have got, then they could seriously be looking at being title contenders. But this game against City will be a massive, massive test for them. Despite Spurs' incredible recent form, I think I'm going to go for a Man City 2-1 win. I just think they'll be too good for that Spurs backline, especially when you've got the likes of Eric Dyer starting. Saturday's last game of the day sees West Brom travel to Old Trafford. I'm going to keep this one short and sweet and say United will win 2-0. I don't think it's going to be a tough afternoon for Ollie's men, especially if they play how they did against Everton. Talking of Everton, Sunday's early game sees them take on Fulham away. They'll finally have Richarlison back from his three-game suspension, who they've missed massively. Calvert-Lewin and James Rodriguez are also fully fit to play. Fulham, though, will be on a massive downer from what happened last time out against West Ham. We'll be looking to bounce back, which against the fully fit Everton side, I just can't see them doing. It will be quite, I think it will be a quite comfortable one for Everton in the end. I do feel Fulham will have a few chances, but I don't think they'll take them. And that's why I'm saying Everton will win 2-0. Sheffield United then face West Ham. The Blades are still looking for their first win of the season and are currently sitting bottom of the table with only one point to their name. They do, though, have Brewster, Egan and Ender Stevens fit, which will be a massive relief for Chris Wilder. They face a West Ham side, though, who will be without Mikhail Antonio. Yarmolenko will also be out, but I just don't think it will make much of a difference. It's not like West Ham don't have cover in those positions. They'll still have their £40 million striker, Haller, up top with Bowen and Fornals either side of him. So despite West Ham not being at full strength, I do think they'll take some points home. But with Sheffield United being so desperate for points as well, I do think they'll take a point, so I'm going for a 1-1 draw. With Leeds coming off the back of two consecutive 4-1 losses, they'll be hoping to do better at home to Arsenal, who are also coming off the back of a 3-0 loss to Villa. Arsenal have Thomas Partey and Elneny ruled out, meaning Danny Ceballos and Granit Xhaka look like they'll be the starting duo in midfield for Arsenal. That would be very worrying for me if I was an Arsenal fan, knowing that Leeds' fast tempo play and counter-attacking football, I can really see Arsenal struggling against them, and therefore I'm going to go for a Leeds 1-0 win, which might surprise a few of you, but that's what I'm going to go for. Leicester sit top of the league as they travel to Anfield to face Liverpool's under-23s, plus Mane and Wijnaldum, pretty much anyway. Trent, Joe Gomez, Henderson, Salah and Van Dijk are ruled out of this game, with Robertson also looking like he'll be doubtful, which leaves their whole team, but in particular their back line, very sparse. Leicester, though, have no other injury woes than before the international break, so they'll be starting with Vardy up top, which is a danger to any side, but especially this young, inexperienced back line, Liverpool back line. 
it'll be a very interesting game. And I'm very much so looking forward to watching it. But I do think Leicester will take all three points. And no doubt Klopp will be moaning about the five substitutes again, even more than he already is. Um, I'm going to say 2-0 Leicester this game. Monday, though, sees two games as Burnley take on Crystal Palace and Wolves take on Southampton. In the first game between Burnley and Palace, I can, I personally can only see one team winning it. Burnley are still looking for their first win, but I just can't see it coming from this game. Palace look very impressive at the moment, especially with how well Zaha is playing. And I feel like he'll bag another goal on Monday as well. I think the final score will be 2-1 to Palace. The last game of the weekend between Wolves and Saints. It will either be a great game or a very, very boring game. And I think it's going to be a very boring game. Therefore, I'm going for a nil-nil. I can't really see either team creating much. Southampton will still be without Mings, where most of their goals come from. And without him, I just can't see them scoring. And same with Wolves. They're not the best going forward anyway. So I just think it will be a nil-nil boring game, if I'm honest with you. We'll go over all of these predictions in Tuesday's episode. I'll probably get every single one of them wrong. But look, that's just part of the fun at the end of the day, isn't it, really? Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter and Instagram too, at LTFootballPod. Let me know your thoughts and predictions. Take it easy, and I'll see you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.